hey, you unique and victorious person, you. In order for me to live with myself, I want to be fit for myself to know. So I ask myself regularly, what the hell am I thinking? Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ayaba. Today's quote, people will need help and support either intermittently or continuously, but their mental health experience no more defines them than their sexuality, gender, personality, or any other aspect of their identity by Mike Slade. This quote ties in nicely with today's question. Jim asked, how do you know when someone around you is struggling with mental health issues or concerns and what can you do? Let me start by defining mental health and mental illness. Mental health is the psychological, emotional, and social well-being of a person or community. Being mentally healthy is also thinking, feeling, and behaving well when facing stress, when around others, when making decisions or choices, and at dark times in our lives. This definition applies to children, adolescents, and adults alike, regardless of race, gender identity, ethnicity, class, socioeconomic background, culture, or religion. Mental health is on a spectrum. Just as mental health is on a spectrum, so is mental illness. Mental illness can be chronic or acute, or in other words, short-term. It is a disorder. It is diagnosable. It has set criteria. Each condition has different criteria to be met, to be defined as a disorder in the DSM-5, which we discussed in the last episode as the book used to define the criteria for diagnosing disorders. Some criteria may be similar for one disorder and may fit parts of other diagnoses for other disorders, such as in the case with depression. The symptoms of difficulty concentrating, irritability, and decreased interest also fit into the criteria and list of symptoms for PTSD as well. Mental illness can be caused by trauma. It can be hereditary. It can be due to chemicals in the brain being insufficient. It can be caused by an invalidating environment while growing up. It can be caused by severely stressful times or lack of support or loss of hope in those stressful times. Mental illness impacts people of all races, all gender identities, every ethnicity, every class or socioeconomic background, every culture, all religions, and every age group. Mental illness, like mental health, affects how a person thinks, feels, behaves, or acts. Mental illness can impair a person's ability to function adequately in the areas of work or school, relationships, social activities, or personal daily living. Some mental health diagnoses include depression, generalized anxiety disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, also known as its popular name, PTSD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or ADHD, also the short name or popular name for it, oppositional defiant disorder, conduct disorder, bipolar disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, which we discussed last week, obsessive compulsive disorder, or OCD, or obsessive compulsive personality disorder, or OCPD, 
had schizophrenia. Those are just to name a few. That is by no means the exhaustive list. <clears throat> what are the signs of someone struggling with mental illness or mental health challenges? There are several immediately noticeable signs to look for in your loved one, your colleagues, your friends, your children, your parents. An individual may quit doing things that they loved or that they found pleasurable. There may be a change in behavior. There may be some isolation. There could be sleeping too much, having insomnia or developing nightmares, being less productive than before, changes in appetite, increase or decrease or no appetite. Judgment seems impaired from what it used to be. Weight gain or weight loss when not trying, sad or low mood, fatigued or excessive tiredness, poor hygiene, noticeable mood changes or mood swings. For example, high one day in happiness, low the next day with sadness or irritable out of nowhere. Uh, could be all in the same hour, could be all in the same day, could be over a couple of days. Today I'm angry and mad, tomorrow I'm happy, the next day I'm sad. Overreacting to situations that are disproportionate for what the situation calls for. For instance, you tell your daughter to do the dishes and she starts yelling and screaming and cursing or she starts crying profusely. Problems coping with what would be considered normal to cultural, family or societal norms. Speaking negatively about themselves or others or seeing the world going from feeling safe in the world to possibly now they don't feel safe or trusting people and now all of a sudden they don't trust anybody. Not being able to have positive affect or moods consistent irritability or aggression, difficulty concentrating, being easily startled. For instance, you come in the room and they're constantly jumping and or you go to touch them and they're jumping every time you put they put their hand out. This is by no means an exhaustive list of symptoms or signs of mental health concerns or mental illnesses. These are just ones that are usually pretty normally easily recognized by the average person. What can you do to help if you see this in a family member, friend, colleague, or peer? First and foremost, keep from invalidating the person's feelings. Here are some invalidating statements that cause further mental illness or mental health stress. And these are things that my clients tell me are quite disturbing to them, but they have been told to them because of different symptoms that we just discussed. Get over it. Believe me, if they would, and if they could, they definitely would. You're being dramatic. When you have a child that's being moody, they're not being dramatic. They need help. Why can't you be like your brother? He doesn't do that. If he could be like his brother, he probably would be. Or maybe he doesn't know how to be, or maybe he doesn't want to be. Are you still on that, man? We're over that already. Get past it. What's wrong with you now? Stop talking about it already. These are things that cause people to stuff emotions. And when people stuff emotions, they can't express emotions. And when people don't have the words, the vocabulary or the ability to express those emotions in some sort of way, they will act on that behavior. And again, this is by no means an exhaustive list of invalidating statements. We could do a whole entire podcast just on invalidating statements. Secondly, 
Listen to them to find out more. Thirdly, seek help from a professional. It's helpful to listen, but as family, friends, and colleagues, we give advice based on what we know about the person. A trained professional will provide interventions based on tried and true or evidence-based criteria that work when the person uses the interventions. If you need to know how to choose a therapist, check out my podcast entitled How to Pick a Therapist. It can be heard on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple. So Jim, this is what the hell I'm thinking about recognizing when someone is struggling with mental health issues or concerns. I also would like to say that as a therapist, it's important that you get professional help as soon as possible. Sometimes with some diagnoses, time is of the essence when treating it, especially with autism. Yes, it hurts people's feelings that that their child may be diagnosed with or, or they suspect that their child has di- autism. Yes, it does. It, you know, it feels like it's you, but it's really it has nothing to do with you. But time is of the essence with autism spectrum disorder. Autism is one of those that the sooner you catch it and get the interventions in place, the less likely the damage could be over time and they could become more productive potentially depending on where they are on the spectrum. But time is of the essence regardless of where they are on the spectrum if they have autism. Hopefully this answers your question, Jim. And finally, that brings us to the word of the day. The preface for the word of the week, or rather word of the week, I said word of the day, word of the week. So that just lets you know, I'm human, you guys. This isn't an AI program. The preface for the word of the week is that the reason your boss is your boss the majority of the time is that he or she has a higher vocabulary than you at the moment. There have been several research studies that show that vocabulary is a great determinant of success. Most people stop growing their personal vocabularies by their mid-twenties. Words are powerful. They can destroy friendships, start a war, increase sales, build bridges between people and countries, or they can win or lose elections. Words can change the direction of your life. The satisfaction and success you get out of life depends greatly on the skill with which you communicate your wants, needs, opinions, and desires to others. I will always use Merriam-Webster to define the words, so let's get into it. This week's word, I will define and share how to use is fecund, the adjective fecund. It is spelled F-E-C-U-N-D, and it is pronounced either fecund or fecund. Fecund means fruitful in offspring or vegetation, intellectually productive or inventive to a marked degree, capable of producing offspring or fruit literally or figuratively. African Americans are fecund if for no other reason than sheer necessity and a pure creative essence and spirit that cannot be duplicated, only emulated. Because of the rat's ability to have six to seven litters a year with usually 12 rat pups, rats rats are considered one of the most fecund of rodents. Well, that's what the hell I was thinking for today. Please email your questions, comments, situationships, 
it's complicated or rants and raves to what hell am I thinking at gmx.com so that listeners can find out what makes you ask yourself, what the hell am I thinking? Have a great night.